is the Jose Show. Jose Show. And welcome to another exciting episode of the Jose Show. I am your host, Jose Roldan Jr. And today's a special guest star. Um, he's an actor. And this is a special episode for me. Um, and I'll tell you why later. But he has been in movies such as Mad Hatter, Godzilla, Killer Miller, which is a cool western, The Irishman, Unlawful Duties, and I have the other one right here. It's Daddy, We're Back TV show. I'd like to welcome uh, Dennis Mallon to the Jose Show. Good evening, Dennis. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, brother. Thank you so much for having me on, man. Been, you know, just so excited to finally be on with you. I know we've been talking for a little time here and just glad to spend some time with you tonight. Same here. Um, to let everybody know how I met uh, Dennis, um, I uh, was at one of my JC acting JC Films acting class in, in Brandon, and I met Deborah Paulson, and um, she was doing a film called Just Hitched, and they needed some extras. So I'm like, hey, I'll be an extra, and, and I'll even die if you need me because I was trying to get a little bit more screen time. And so I got to go to the um, – it was out in um, Wyamama, Florida. It's like a train museum, and – I happened to sit at a table with you, and and I I recognized you, but I didn't know who you were until you said your name, and then I looked it up, and I'm like, oh my goodness, he was in Godzilla with Matthew Broderick, and and he was in The Irishman, so it's like, this is pretty cool. So um, getting to be in a film with a veteran actor uh, doesn't happen all the time, so that's how I met Dennis. Well, all that means is that I'm old, brother, and (laughs) I've been around for a little bit. I love what I do, and you know, I, I love sharing my experiences and and uh, you know knowledge and whatnot and uh, you know acumen. It's 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 just so much fun, and that's the best part about being on different sets and traveling around. You meet a lot of new people. Oh, definitely, a lot of interesting people. And it's just you know, it's you build an affinity towards each other. You know, if you're on set for two hours, two days, or two months, you walk away with some new friends, man. And that's it's one of the best parts about what we do. It really is exactly, and and I met so many actors on there that have been in film um, for quite a while, and right. you know, to me, it, it's kind of a dream come true. I've always wanted to act, and and although I'm a background actor right now, um, it's still acting because sometimes you have to do stuff that director wants that you've never done before. And I know on uh, Just Hitched, man, I'm I'm still paying for a. Uh, uh, walking backwards out of that train and jumping on the ground because I'm a short guy and, and my, so, you know, but, uh, it was, it was fun. Um, I love doing that and I can't wait till it comes out. You know, it's, I think a lot of times, a lot of the extras, a lot of the background, uh, it's, it's, a, it's very important. I mean, I, I learned that early on that regardless of what role you have, you have to have your intention. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're just in a commercial and you're just walking by with your spouse or, walking by yourself well where where am i what's my intention yeah is my are we late for dinner my spouse and i did we just have an argument are we enjoying each other are we just so much in love you need that intention regardless of what you do tell you a story when i was on devil's advocate Uh uh-huh taylor hackford was a director big burly viking looking guy great director uh he was married to helen mirren i don't know if they're still married they don't call me back anymore (laughs) I, I got picked out of the crowd to sit right in front of Mr. Pacino, right, right behind Keanu Reeves, right next to Craig, Craig T. Nelson. That was me and two other extras, two other background actors. Uh-huh. And again, have your, have your intention. 
it's a big courtroom scene and uh, Keanu Reeves is doing this thing and you're, it's a big murder scene. It's a big courtroom scene. So I'm looking to the extra. I'm looking at paying attention. You know, I'm listening to the case. Taylor Hackford goes, cut you, you out. <laughs> and I'm like, he goes, no, no, you're fine. And my heart, my blood pressure, boom, boom. And I'm thinking these two people next to me, they didn't move. They're sitting stoic. <laughs> That's not what you do. No. Right. So they, they, basically ruin the scene because that's not what you're supposed to do. You're interacting. Yes. Being a human being, you have your intention and you're acting on your intention. So no, man, you know, there are no small roles at all. Everybody's very integral, very important to the, uh, to the scene, to the movie, to the commercial, to whatever you're doing. I, I agree. Yeah, definitely. Like you said, a background actor. I mean, even though your your part may be small, it's actually big because, like you said, those two just sitting there not doing anything. You you got to interact. You got to move, and you got to show life. And I could see how they they screwed up that scene. That's kind of crazy. Well, I don't know if they screwed it up per se, but they were kicked off. <laughs> oh my goodness! I got a train. Got boot. I got the train coming by every time I go to record. The train comes by. <laughs> Do you hear it? <laughs> That's just funny, man. You should lay down that track. That's pretty cool. I know it's a hundred feet, and the, the the weird thing is I can't really edit that out. But anyway, we'll we'll plunge forward because when I had Rebecca on the other day, it went through twice, and it's really? never done that. And I'm like, oh my goodness! But what, what, what do you live in Manhattan? You're next to the E train. What are you doing, brother? What's it's rush hour traffic? What's up? No, it just um it just comes by at random, and we have two tracks. Yeah. We have one here, literally a hundred foot from my house, and another one about a half a mile. Okay, and. It just, it happens at random. I, I never know when it's going to come. And normally it hasn't done it during podcasting, podcasting, but here lately it has. But Is it that, a commuter train or is it? No, it's just a regular uh, train that uh, carries, you know, coal and, and cars. On the other track um, is Amtrak, which goes to Lakeland and, you oh. know, all, all the way around. But uh, it happens. It's a part of life. But now I had a question. Before you were acting, what did you actually do? And, and where were you born? Sure. I, I was born in New Jersey. I was born at Claremont Hospital in Belleville, New Jersey, which everybody says Newark, uh, but Belleville, New Jersey, right uh, next to Branchbrook Park, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, born and raised in Kearney, New Jersey, Sockertstown, USA. Go Cardinals. <laughs> and um, when I, before acting, I was a technology executive. I was doing technology consulting, bouncing around Manhattan, uh, Stortlandy which is now him and his wife are retired in Miami, Florida, gave me my first executive position. I was a director of group groupware technologies. Wow. Lotus Notes, uh, Microsoft Exchange, I believe, back in the day. And it was fun. Well, uh, left that job, got promoted as a chief executive officer of a dot-com. We were uh, one of the first DSL resellers in Manhattan. And I just, I just loved it, man. I just had fun. Uh, we had a, a killer a killer app that we were able to, to sell, save people a ton of money and make money on the way. So as I was doing all that, when I got the promotion to CEO, now mind you, I was employee number three, uh -huh. I got the promotion to chief executive officer, still kept up what I was doing. I started acting. I just, I just jumped into it. Always wanted to do it. When I was younger, about 15 years old, um, I was six, one, about 140 pounds. So wow. now I'm 6'1", I'm about 193, a lot of years later. <laughs> I wanted to get into it then. 
because my mother used to sing in Carnegie Hall. Mom had some friends or knew somebody, whatnot. I came down with the chicken pox. Oh, crazy. At 15 years old. Now, I had a flat top. We used to shave our heads for the rowing team. I had a flat top. I'm 140 pounds, and I got the chicken pox. Not looking too pretty. No. That that put the kibosh to that. So a good friend of mine, I'm in a fraternity. I'm a Freemason. And a good friend of mine, James Demonic, used to teach at the American Academy of Dramatic Arts and Sciences. Well, Jimmy and I, if you ever watch Game of Thrones. I've seen three episodes. I wasn't too crazy about it. My daughter's seen it all. Well, Jimmy looks like Robert Baratheon. Okay. The first, the the king of Westeros, the first guy. Burly, long hair, big beard. I mean, that was made for that was made for Jim. Wow. Long story short, we'd get together every Friday in Manhattan for a uh, scotch and a cigar. And I'd always come in with like a three-piece suit because I'm coming from work. He's like, oh, look at this kid. He came from Central Casting. Yeah, Jim. All right, whatever. You're so good looking at it. Whatever, Jim. So <laughs> after after kind of browbeating me a little bit, I'm like, all right, well, what do I need to do? And uh, we just started the journey from there. You need a headshot. What the heck's a headshot? A picture. Call this guy. Boom. Got a headshot. What now? You need to learn how to read copy. What's copy? Commercials. Who do I call? Boom. Angelo Matabato, New York Performance Works. Another friend, another mentor of mine. Angela's retired, lives in lives in the New York City area. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I loved about Angela, now I'm Italian, Irish, Brazilian. Angela is Italian from New York. You do not mess with Italian women from New York. <laughs> she she set me straight. It was actually it was actually a lot of fun because I have an Italian mother. And I know what it's like. So she basically, you know, did what she had to do, put us in her place and taught us a lot. I learned how to do commercials and how to read copy. Uh, My first audition was for China Airlines and I booked the audition. I booked it. That is cool. And that really prior to that, I was doing a, a little theater. I did Of Mice and Men. I was Lenny. Okay. Now I did 10. 10 performances. And Jose, at that time, I truly found out that I was a method actor because I'd be driving home from Manhattan to New Jersey and I'm crying and I'm depressed and I'm losing weight and I'm totally out of sorts. Now, if you know the character, mm-hmm. Lenny is he's a little handicapped. He's rejected by all his friends. He's shunned by everyone. He's a gentle giant. Well, my performance, I'm stuttering, I'm stammering, I'm crying, I'm all over the place with it. Oh, wow. I embodied that. I embodied that. And I would take that home. And I'm like, what the heck is going on here? So talking to Jim, he's like, well, obviously you're a method actor. I'm like, Jim, I don't care what this means. I'm done. I can't do this. It's affecting my real job, my job job. So I quit everything for all of two weeks, Jose. Oh, wow. I get the call to go down for the China Airlines commercial. Pat Sweeney was the casting director at the time. Real sweetheart, real beautiful woman. Uh, I'm in her studio. It's me and a lot of shorter, older gentlemen that are follically challenged, if you know what I mean. I shouldn't talk these days, but so (laughs) follically challenged. So it's me, and we walk into this room. We sit down. I sat in the middle, and here's a lesson for new actors. Always sit, take your space, feel comfortable. Yeah. And Pat goes, okay, guys, 
all I want you to do is talk to me. You're technology executives, and you just helped the company from China relocate to the States. And Jose, I'm looking at her like, you've got to be kidding me. I just did this six months ago. Literally. So we're interacting. We're going back and forth. I'm referencing the guy. Yeah, blah, 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 (laughs) blah. I walked out of there and I felt great. You know when you nailed an audition. Yeah. I walk out like, yeah, you know, this is good. I feel great. I get a call two days later. Yeah, we want to book you for this date and that day. We're going to pay pay you X rate. That's who's cool. Your age, who's your agent? I'm like, well, can I call you back, Jimmy? Who's my agent? <laughs> Jimmy gave me such an such a guy high up. It was crazy. I called the guys like, oh yeah, Jimmy said you'd be calling. What are they paying you? They're paying you X. Ah, don't worry about it. I get you more. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. And thus the journey started, and here we are. Wow. So, more is it's, better, definitely. You know, it's 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 as stressful as things are. It's a blessing. It's fun. I love what I do, and uh, you got you got to be focused, man. You got to be professional, and you've got to treat it like a business. I try to teach everyone that's brand new: if this is your livelihood, if this is what you want to pursue, yes, pursue it as a business. That makes it, sense. You know. That makes sense. Okay, so one of the questions that I've uh, had to ask, um, you have worked with Al Pacino several times, uh, the, devil, the Devil's Advocate and the Irishman. What is it like working with him? So I had a little more interaction with him in Devil's Advocate. Okay. Uh, the Irishman didn't work directly with him on The Irishman. In Devil's Advocate, I'm in this New York City courtroom downtown. Big courtroom, historic building, beautiful, beautiful building. And I'm sitting there and you've been on set. You rarely can hear yourself think when you're on set. Mr. Pacino walks in. You could hear a pin drop. You could hear a pin drop. <laughs> Taylor Hackford was whispering. In comes Mr. Pacino. And you never, you don't stare, in the, stare at the sun. You never stare at the sun. You go blind. I looked over my shoulder and there he was walking on in. Whoa. I'm like, oh, my gosh. He basically sat right over my shoulder, right behind me to the side. And you got to play it cool. You never go, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. No, Mr. Pacino, your biggest. You just play it cool. <laughs> You're professional, you play it cool, right? Because yes. that, that's what you got to do. And you're in New York. You're a New Yorker. You're too school for cool, too cool for school. You got to play it good. So on Taylor Hackford kicked those other two people out. I, I kind of looked over my shoulder, just kind of like, you know, knee-jerk reaction. Mr. Pacino goes, ah, you're all right, kid. I'm like, thank you, sir. It was just so funny. But that was, <laughs> I mean, I'm a big fan of his. Uh, that was by far one of his best movies. I mean, the monologue towards the end, the way he did it all the way through. Keanu Reeves was one of his best movies, too, if you ask me. Oh, I like but him. That, that was my first everything. That wow. really started everything for me, Jose. That's how that, I kicked off the career. My first SAG, my first SAG feature. That is pretty cool to be working with somebody like that, man. I wish one day uh, <laughs> I could work with them. Um, hey, but you never know. Now, now, one of the other questions that I was going to ask: um, How did you actually? Uh, re- uh, how did you actually meet Rebecca Mahan? Sure, sure. Well, Rebecca Mahan at one time was my publicist. I met her through a previous manager. 
And Rebecca and I, I'm a communicator. I'm a, I need communication. I give communication. Rebecca and I just totally hit it off. And she was very proactive and just very knowledgeable and just very good at what we did, of what she does. And we just built rapport, built rapport, built rapport. And it came down to a point, you know, it was just, uh, it was the right decision to make. And I'm glad that we worked directly together. Such a sweetheart, such a very knowledgeable, um, hardworking uh, professional that I'm so glad that we're on the same team together. Yeah, she's nice. I've talked to her several times. Um, I was just on her podcast or her TV show, excuse me, uh, Rebecca Sounds Reveille. And uh, we actually recorded for, I think, 45 minutes, but we were talking for about two hours. And, uh, you know, I'm even using some of her advice right now as I'm recording on Zoom um, to to learn how to look into the camera. But I, so I had to position my window. And so she taught me that. And I tell you, she is just a bundle of joy. Um, I'm glad that I met her through you. That's how I met her. And um, I enjoy talking to her because she's she's full of knowledge. And and just the advice that she gives um, is going to go with me forever because, you know, there's stuff that uh, in this acting field that I don't even know of. And, you know, I, I look to you as kind of like the, the big brother that's, you know, maybe taking me under his wing a little bit and, okay. and her too. I, I appreciate that. You know, it's, it's actually fun and, 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 and all that stuff. And so my life is definitely richer for having her in it. You know, um, you know, it's, it, the right people come when you're ready. Uh-huh. And we wrote a bit, I wrote a business plan. She understands the business plan. She's a major part of the business plan. We have a uh, what we call five pronged approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, she understands and knows and can articulate what the five year goal is as our team, and we're just having fun. Whenever we talk, I might have an idea, and I put it out there in a matter of minutes. Jose, matter of minutes, she has it all mapped up, mapped out in her head. Wow, that's good. Matter of minutes, or she'll have an idea, and we just go back and forth, and we just vet it out. And just think it through, you know, what is she, a uh, uh, former Marine, a uh, police officer, yes. publicist, manager, lawyer, uh, certified up and down. I mean, really, really a talented individual that I'm just, I'm blessed to have her. I really am. Nothing it wrong just, with that. It, it's just amazing. And, you know, she's opening up doors. Uh, we're making money together. And you know, she's, she knows what the goals and dreams are and she's, she's going to be there and help us achieve it, man. It's just, it's really great to finally have someone that I'm not only on the same page with that, um, gets me totally yeah. gets me. There you go. Totally gets me, man. And it's just, it's, it's, I, I can't tell you I'm gushing over it cause I'm so excited. Uh, but what this year brings, we're at about 130% of our yearly goal. That's we're amazing. at 130% and that's, uh, commercials, uh, films, voiceovers, podcasts, everything we have going on, we measure it all on a grid. Mm-hmm. Now, I just measure the success. Okay. Excuse me. I don't care about the auditions. The auditions, it's part of the reps you do at the gym. It's part of the cardio, the time. It's just part of it, right? Yes. I measure the successes. I measure, okay, we booked it. Terrific. Boom. Scratch one. That's what I measure. She measures how many auditions to get that one booking. Okay. Okay. He's a lot more analytical. Yes. I'm not. I just want to keep the positive in my head. 
I don't want to know. It's like a thousand damn auditions to get this one booking. <laughs> I don't care about that. That's just part of my daily activity, right? People wake up, they go to work, they punch their time card, they play nine to five. This is part of my work. This is part of our work. Yes. I have an audition after this. I had two auditions before this. I had two conference calls prior to this. We spoke to a producer in Budapest. So there's just a lot going on. Wow. And uh, Yeah. No, it's just uh, I'm excited to have her as a major part of the team. I call her my number one. There you go. I know when I looked at your IMDb page, man, you have a lot of stuff. Because when you look at it on your phone, you don't see everything. But when you look at it on the PC, man, you got a ton of stuff in the works. And and that is crazy. Um, It's fun. I don't know how you keep up with it. I have a hard time keeping up with just the little things that I'm doing. <laughs> it, it takes time. I mean, being organized and being prepared, it takes work. You know, it's just like going to the gym. You know, I I'm, I try to keep a tight routine. You know, I try to sleep six hours. I try to, I wake up, I take a cold shower. I eat oatmeal, goals, affirmations, drink 128 ounces of water. Make sure I always hit the gym and just run, run, run. That's good. You know what I mean? Because you know my age. Uh, my age range is 35 to 55, and it's very competitive. So I need to keep doing what I'm doing to keep my edge and to keep my activity level up. Um, I'm on set literally the last five days, two different shoots, two different parts of Florida. Um, I get a little tired. Oh, I bet. When I'm tired. When I'm tired, I sleep. And I might sleep 12 hours, but when I'm done. You know, I'm out. Um, <laughs> But obviously now I'm I'm I've slept my my twelve hours I'm rearing to go. Had a great workout today. Got stuff set up. I'm looking at my board over here. I'm a very visual guy. I see I got the Jose show right here. Yeah, and I've got stuff going on. I've got stuff going on. But it's a lesson learned. You need to push the ball forward every day. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are an, an employee, a car salesman, whatever you do, a widget maker. What's a widget? It doesn't matter. Okay, you've got to push the ball forward every day. You have to have goals in this life that scare you. Think about it. Oh, my gosh. If I achieve that goal, that's just amazing. Well, you have to be inspired by it. You have to be a little scared by it. You have to be energized by it. And it's going to help propel you when you bounce out of bed in the morning. I open my eyes. I'm thankful I open my eyes. I do a quick meditation. Bang, the day starts. There you go. Get out of the way. Here we go. <laughs> wow, that's that's amazing. I agree. Um, oh man, I tell you, you you got a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> I applaud you for that, man. Uh, like you said, this is your life, this is your livelihood. Um, so you have to do that. So um what made you move from uh New Jersey area down to Florida? Sure. Well, prior to, I mean, I uh I've always come to Florida three, four, or five times a year on vacation. Mm-hmm. I have family on the East Coast, Boca Raton, Raton area, and I always went to the West Coast. Always went down to Marco Island, Tampa, St. Pete area, and I just loved it. And I was at a point in my life where I can basically do it. I can make a move. Why not? It's a tax-friendly state. Um, it doesn't snow down here. <laughs> the people have funny accents like me. I'm going to make a move. And I really came down here to kind of, you know, uh, uh, develop a, f- a familiar relationship again and really just went from there. So I'm down here now, it's going on eight years and I'm having a fun time. I really am. I mean, okay. Got to, got to 45 degrees last night. Oh man, it was cold. Or, 
<laughs> Thugatuck, Michigan, it was about 22 degrees. Oh, no way. So, you know, I'm having fun down here. I'm positioned them in Highlands County and right in the center of the state. And I can go anywhere, Jose. I can go to Orlando. I can go to Jacksonville. I go to Miami. I'm a two-hour, three-hour flight from Manhattan, five hours from L.A. So I'm positioned really well. Wow. And, uh, and here I am. Yeah, it's so. amazing. Um, when I joined some of these uh, Facebook groups for, for actors and for um, you know casting calls, I didn't realize how much stuff, um, whether it's a student film, um, a SAG film, um, or anything of that nature, how much stuff there actually is going on yeah. just in the state of Florida alone. So it's, it's crazy. You well, know? it's interesting. You know, when you're on set, when I'm on set, and, you know, I try not to do a lot of talking. I want to stay in my own little shell and focus on my character. You hear people say, there's nothing going on in Florida. And I roll my eyes and I laugh to myself. Well, okay, there's nothing going on for you, but there's a lot going on for me. Why? Because as you just said, you can rely on your agents, but you got to go hustle too. Yes. You got to go hustle. There's paid jobs on Facebook. Yep. There's paid jobs on Facebook. There's paid jobs on backstage, casting networks, actors access. Talk to your agents. When they when they book you on something, show up. When they send you on an audition, show up. Do the audition. Read the sides. Be prepared. You know, hard work. You'll beat 95% of the people all the time. Hard work. <laughs> Showing up, Jose, is half the battle. And being I show up for sure. Being prepared is another part of the battle. If you can combine those two, you're gonna beat not you're gonna beat 95% of your competition. You know, you know, it's funny. The other day there was a, a casting call for can't remember the exact uh thing it was for, but it was in, in Clearwater and I was reading everything about it and it was paid. And it said, must be comfortable wearing a bathing suit. And I go, <laughs> man, I have not worn a bathing suit since no, high no, school. No. Must be comfortable wearing a Speedo, yeah. if I remember that correctly. Yeah, I am not wearing a Speedo. And I'm like, because I, I think <laughs> I've got a bunch of agents, and I think I saw the same thing. I forget who it was for, maybe for Blue Water Media. But I'm like, yeah, man, I'm in the gym eight times a week. Bring on the Speedo. Let's go. Yeah, you would look good in a speedo. Me, <laughs> everybody would run off set. That they, they actually let me play this for you. This is what they would do. Give me one second. Let me find it. So if I was wearing a speedo on the beach in Clearwater, all the girls would be. <laughs> I had to play that. <laughs> That's, funny. That's funny. I love yeah, my but, little soundboard. You know, it's it's a matter of you got to be ready for whatever they throw your way. You know, you got to be ready to have fun. Um, I did an audition earlier and, um, you just have to have fun with it. Yeah. You know, I mean, Tom Hanks says a few things, you know, if you're on time, you're, you're late, always show up early, always be off book, have your script memorized and you've got to bring 10, 12 different ideas. You know, you've got to show the director something. You can't just sit there and wait for the director to direct you. You have to show them something. And look, I'd rather somebody go big because the director can always take you back. Mm -hmm. But if you have nothing prepared, nothing to show them, well, there's not much they can do with you. You know, so yeah. it's just like being prepared for your job. 
you're a sales guy, you're, you're selling cars. Well, you better know what that V6, what that means and what the truck and what colors it comes in. And, you know, obviously I don't know much about cars. I need a way of talking about it. Um, if you're a plumber, you better know how to plumb. You better know, you better know what to do and do the research and do the, do the reading and be prepared, man. That's Same it. thing with us. I know um, this past Saturday, I auditioned for Faith Springs, which is a, a TV show um, by JC Films. So mm-hmm. the the week before that, I was um, reading sides with uh, Joe Fitzpatrick, and there was a, a thing there. He, he said, hey, right there where you see that little line, he says, you're you're the next line. He says, cut me off because it looks like I ne- you need to cut me off when we're reading. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay. So when I auditioned Saturday, um, the uh, I guess it was the director was reading the lines, and when it got to that part, I cut him off. And after we got done, he's like, "Wow, like, I think you're the first person that actually did that right." I'm like, oh, <laughs> "I said, well, I had good teachers, and then the, the uh, Joe that was out there helped me." So, kudos to you. Yeah. So and here you go. And, and it's just like you said, it takes practice, and um, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, so um, earlier today, I was uh, watching the Killer Miller, which was filmed in um, Parrish, Florida, on the Dry Creek ranch which is actually for tv um and movies and yep. let me tell you that was amazing you play a good lawman and love the hair love the hair that was so cool <laughs> it took me a year to grow out my hair and uh i feel like an 80s prom girl my hair does not grow long it grows high if you pull <laughs> if you pulled it out it was down to about here really that's and it took a year to grow it out and so when when i did that movie it was so much fun. Um, had to learn how to ride a horse. R.J. Hendricks and James Maltz, the uh, R.J. the rider, James the producer. When they called me up, they go, uh, "You know how to ride a horse, right?" <laughs> yes, sir. Nope. Yes, I do. Yes, sir. When are we? When are we? Uh, when are we going to shoot this? Oh, about three months from now. I'm like, yes, I've got time to learn how to ride a horse. I learned how to ride a horse. Um, it's all my hair. I learned that beautiful horse. The horse was a California buckskin. His name was Hollywood. Five-year-old. Such a beautiful horse. I'm on the horse for about 12 hours, a few days. And everyone's like, Dennis, are you okay? I'm fine. I'm worried about Hollywood. Is he okay? Worry about him. But you know how my mentality, Jose, is basically, I really never say no to any parts. Mm-hmm. All right. Because I never know what's going to hit. I never know what's going to win. We had so much magic, so much chemistry on set. We had, it's got to be at least 40 different extras, of which they were all family members, pretty much. That's of cool. The producers. And it was just fun. We had, we had a great cast. We had a great crew. And we made magic. Well, we won about 40 different. Uh, film festivals best movie and i garnered three best actors from that so it was just it was just so much fun man you know they're doing another western uh next two weeks my good friend preston walden is the director and jeremiah bomback is the dp jeremiah is an emmy nominated dp and he's going to lens it which i'm really excited that that they're on this project but you just never know unlawful duties we have over 1 million views on Amazon Prime. 
Wow, that is amazing. One million views. That that's that's just blows my mind. Now that came down because I I'm friends with Sunil Konani, the writer producer, and I worked with uh, Chris Ferravant before, and it came down. Sunil calls me up out of the blue. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Great brother. What's going on? What do you got going on this weekend? As fate would have it, I'm free. What's going on? Can you come up and lay down this short? We're doing it with Chris Avant. He's in town. Yeah, man. Love Chris. Sent me the script. Met with them. We headed off. We had a great table read. And we made magic. We're going to turn that into a feature film. I'm going to start across from Eric Roberts. uh, Robert Lasordo. And another name that escapes me right now. But that's that's it's it's all fun. You never know what's going to hit. Daddy, we're back. We did a full season at the height of the pandemic. Height of the pandemic. Did a full season in the Tampa area. We're picked up by two networks. That's cool. Two networks. Now, the ladies, Angela and Valencia, sisters, Irish twins, I love them dearly. They basically wrote season two. We need to get the views of season one up to about 5,000 before there's financing for season two. Mm-hmm. Now, I've been told that's part of my best work. Episode four and episode eight, I've been told it's the best work I've done so far. So I appreciate that. And please, you said you're watching it. Please check it out. And I really hope, you know, all of your viewers and listeners can check it out because it's great work. What I love about the way the girls write, they're very contemporary. They're hitting on issues that middle America deals with today. Now, it's a mixed family. Okay, to begin with, I'm divorced. Uh, I'm a, a wealthy real estate developer, and everything that could happen within a family happened. And that's what it's all about, and how we deal with it. It's not. It's not the bubblegum type of dramedy, or you know, we have a lot of laughs, we shed a lot of tears, and we go through a lot of different experiences. And I'm personally a much better actor for the range they took me through. I really am. That's amazing. It's, it's a lot of fun, man. It really, it was great putting that down. You know, we spent a lot of weekends together. We spent a lot of hours together and I love those ladies. They really are. They're, they're just great ladies. I'll have to watch uh, the first season and try to get a hold of them and uh, have them on. Um, but definitely I'll share it on my, uh, my page Okay. And that way, you know, I, I try to help out when I can, you know, sure. you may, I may only get a hundred people looking at it, but Hey, that's a hundred people you didn't have. And hey. I don't mind helping out. Here's the thing. Look, if you know, 10 people, I didn't know. Okay. And, and they're, and they bless us by viewing our work and then they know 10 people. Hey man, we're off to the races, bro. Yep. Two by two. <laughs> that's it. That's it. You know what I mean? That's how things start. And, um, with with the approach that Rebecca and I are taking, we're we're hitting it hard. We're doing a lot of different marketing on a lot of different levels with a lot of different variables to achieve our goal. So it's a great place to be. So basically, marketing is the key, and basically that's what you're doing. Um, marketing gets your stuff out there, your movies, your shorts, your series, and then you connect with other people, and then that that's what brings in more work for you and for other people, correct? Well, it's a matter of being professional, first and foremost. It's a matter of having a great work ethic and a great mindset because 
having the work ethic will you'll beat anyone you'll beat 95 percent of the people and then comes the network because let's face it people will love you and people won't love you it's a, it's just a matter of understanding that and pushing forward and you're right it is it is about a network you know if you and i didn't hit it off on set we wouldn't be here today yes sir you know you wouldn't have met rebecca you know through me we wouldn't be growing so it is very relational and it's it's interesting how people at 22 people at 62 people at 42 don't understand that life is relational so if i can leave someone with a smile or better off than what they were before i walked in the room we're, we're all fortunate right we're all better off but if i don't hold the door if i've got a, a smirk you know, life is too short and human nature alone, unfortunately, is genuinely negative. Yes. It takes work. It takes a decision every morning to be positive. And Definitely. it takes work. I choose to be positive. I choose. And that's it. I choose to have gratitude uh, because, look, I love what I do. And, it, and it's kind of interesting. People feel not that they take advantage of you because that means that I give control. If you're taking advantage, I've given you control. Yeah. But I'm a, I'm at a local wine bar that I go to a lot. And this this one guy, I think he's a teacher or something like that, and does some stage work. And I just got off the set and I'm just really tired. He's like, but does it pay? But does it pay? Yeah. Yeah, it pays. How much do you make as a teacher? What do you make? You know, don't don't be stupid yeah. and ask insulting questions. Be an adult. I'm not going to ask you what you make as a teacher. Don't ask me what I make as an actor. Exactly. And I, you know what I say? And here's advice for everybody. I make more than some and less than others. That's good. Nothing wrong with that. And less than others. I make a lot less than George Clooney, but I make a lot more than John Smith. There you go. Leave it alone. Point said, <laughs> you know what I mean? I had this one guy ask me that and I go, you're in a real estate. What do you make for selling that house? He goes, good point. I got it. You know, when I'm at a certain level, it'll be all over Google. It'll be on TMZ. So don't worry about it. Exactly. You don't need to know. So just, <laughs> you know, be professional, appreciate each other and go from there. Yeah. Some people that- are like that. They're just, they're, they're kind of nosy, but yeah, you know, I, like I said, I feel blessed uh, having to met you and, and uh, so many people on set. And, you know, I was Thank actually you. watching you um, uh, when you were doing the scenes because we were in the same scenes together. But, you know, just watching how you act, how you relate to the other actors, um, you know, and just hitched, it looked it looked so real. And I'll give you an example. Um, I'm not trying to give away the plot, but when we took the two guys and attached them to the truck on the hitch, um, Facebook um, actually covered up that picture because it, <laughs> it looked real. So oh, I wanted to repost it again just to see what would happen. And uh, Facebook dinged me and gave me a warning and said I didn't yeah, follow community standards. <laughs> so Ouch. I'm yeah, like, you'll be bad. Don't do that, bro. <laughs> uh, trust me, I've been I've been in Facebook jail uh, nine times last year. Oh, geez. Yeah, it's because they don't like what I say. But so, you know, just that film, it seemed so real watching it. And and even though we were on set, um, I, I just can't wait for it to come out because I'm yeah. so excited. I'm looking forward to I had uh, I had other scenes with uh, 
with the with the leads and and with Deborah and stuff like that. And it's just fun, you know. It's just it, I mean, think about it. We get to play Peter Pan and uh, and have fun with with what we with what we do, and that's really what it comes down to, you know. Now, yeah, I agree. Now I'm excited, like you said, um, that Dry Creek. I'm going to be going there um, this coming Saturday and Sunday and be a background extra. And I was told we're going to have a name. I guess each person or each extra is, I, I don't know. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I've never been in a Western before. Um, and I'm just curious to see this little town. And yeah. I even volunteered to die. <laughs> like, kill oh my me. God. <laughs> well, Dry Creek, you're going to meet Les McDowell. That's Les McDowell's property. He's a sweetheart of a guy. He's been in the business as a, a local cowboy for about 30, 40 years. So he's been there, done that. And, um, <laughs> and, and he's a sweetheart of a guy. You're probably going to meet my good friend, Joe cook. Okay. Okay. He's a great actor. He was a young gunslinger in killer Miller. He's a lot of fun. And, um, you're going to meet a lot of RJ's, uh, RJ's family. So, uh, David Vogel, my good friend, David Vogel, David Vogel is like Florida royalty. He's going to be on set. And um, yeah, just come prepared. Do you think Jeremiah Bombach will probably have three cameras going at the same time? Sweet. Very professional, uh, very serious with what he does. Preston Walden, good communicator, great director. You're going to have fun. You're, you're going to be on set the whole week? Yeah, uh, well, just uh, Saturday and Sunday, but I got to be there by 7 Okay. And it's a little over an hour drive, so I'm going to leave probably an hour and a half early because yeah. just because of traffic. And uh, so I'm really looking forward to it. But um, man, it, it's going to be awesome. But yeah, yeah, I can't wait to meet all those people. Yeah, it's you're gonna you're gonna look around and you're gonna be like, yeah, this is fun. Look at this, this is amazing. You're gonna be like, damn, I'm I'm not, not even Yellowstone. Um, I'm like, what what's the one movie? Uh, uh. 810 to Yuma or I'm, I, yeah, I've heard of that. Um, I can't think of the name either. Title, but but <laughs> like, wow, this is a great Western town and you're just going to have so much fun doing it, man. It's just, yeah, I'm kind of jelly. I'm kind of jelly. I'm not out there. But I'll send pictures your way. I'll, I'll, I'll send them your way. <laughs> I appreciate that, but I'm glad all my friends are out there. That's cool. You yeah. I've, I've met a lot of people, so I'm going to meet more. That's uh, that's for sure. Good. So I'm going to ask you this too. Um, you know, I'm your friend on Facebook. Um, I see that you love cats. I love cats. So how is your cat doing? Oh, my, my cats are amazing. They're usually, I've got the door shut. So I've got, <laughs> I've got a kitten. Her name is Nyx, N-Y-X, the Greek goddess of night. She's black. <laughs> black with a little ascot, a little white here, a little white over here. And then I've got Femi, which is my dowager cat. Femi's eight years old. She's a brindle. So Femi's put on some weight. Truth be told, she's not fat. She's big boned. And Nick's being a kitten eats every five minutes. Oh. So, <laughs> and Nick's, when I lay down at midnight, Nick seems to wake up. So Femi looks at me and she looks at me and she puts her paw up and she goes, I told you this was going to be a bad idea. And I look at Femi and I go like this, but it's, it's a lot of fun. They wake up and they're literally staring at me and it's like, they've been plotting all night. What is going on? And the, the funny part is before I do my routine, I, I, I 
move, you know, pull myself into the kitchen. And Nyx is like running in there, looking back to make sure I'm following her. Like she's the Pied Piper, you know, <laughs> got to feed the baby first thing in the morning Then I can go back, meditate, do my thing. But they're just, they're just fun. They're just fun. We actually, uh, we, we have uh, two dogs, a bird, uh, the bird Cleo is an African gray. Uh, oh, cool. They've been on vacation for a little bit. They're all coming back. So I'm excited. We're going to have a, a plethora of animals. We're going to have a little zoo going on, which is going to be cool. Sounds like but, me. <laughs> but cats are cool. Cats are cool. Um, yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun time. Yeah, we have a, a cat. We call her Princess Gigi. She's about two months old, and Beautiful. man, she loves to eat. She's an Egyptian Mao. And Ooh. when we go to bed at night, the dogs stay with us in the bedroom. We keep the door closed for the cats. And yeah. 